0: Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again.
1: Before all of that, eBay, the online site, they've removed Jeffrey Dahmer Halloween costumes from their online site auction. And there's a lot of renewed interest in Jeffrey Dahmer recently, the American serial killer. He was convicted of the murder of 17 men and boys back in the late 70s and right up to 1991. And there's currently a popular Netflix series um, that's out at the moment. I'm actually watching it at the minute myself. But eBay have now said that they're going to ban all items. They they have this ban in place actually on all items closely associated with any violent felon within the past 100 years and now Geoffrey Darmer uh, is the next target and all associated items costumes with him have been removed from the eBay site. So, is there a line when it comes to Halloween costumes, or is this just sort of nanny state stuff gone pure mad and at the end of the day it's a simple case of fancy dress? I want to hear people's thoughts on this. Emer's with us from the Because You Were Home horror podcast. Emer, do you think eBay were right to ban the Jeffrey Dahmer costumes? It's
2: it's a, bit, I mean, I yes, bottom line is yes for the Jeffrey Dahmer thing, because I think it's still so resonant in people's minds. Like it was thirty years ago kind of that he was only caught and imprisoned for it. But I do get where you're saying, like, is it a step too far? Like what are are we talking obviously just all factional um killers of the last hundred years that promoted violence? To which I looked this up like there aren't on costume shops really any real life serial killer costume. Uh the only one I could find was Jack the Ripper. And that's almost more of a persona. So I'm just kinda like, how far Is this going to reach? Is this going to get to the stage now where even from horror films that you can't wear because they're so violent? So I do get, I wonder what to cut up on, but at the same time, I do completely understand why wanting to dress as Jeffrey Dahmer is a bit excessive, especially like because in America where this might be worn, you have family uh, victims, like family members of the victims still around. Mm. And I know that it very much so, it annoyed the victims' member families um, when they, were, they weren't really told about the TV show. So I think everything is heightened for them right now. They weren't informed or asked for consent on the TV show. So they were quite hurt by this and shocked that it was happening. And now they also have an increase of people wearing the costume of the killer who had slain their family members. So I kind of see how, for them, it's very raw. Um, but at the same time, I do think Halloween is for fun and for scares. Um, perhaps not too on your doorstep scares. But um, I do think end of the, it should be about fun. It shouldn't be about, you know, bringing a horrible memory back to people.
1: Yeah. Is there a line then?
2: This is it. Um, I, I think one is being drawn right now with this now. Yeah. The fact that they're banning. I've never oh, there heard is a of line, content yeah. being banned. Yeah, a harsh line. And I understand it in the sense of true-life serial killers. Like, if you're going to do serial killer, stick to the joke one where you're just wearing a load of serial boxes on a plain outfit and you're a serial killer that way. That's fun. That's a joke. But I also think just it, Halloween, to me, is, is fantasy. So stick with, like, made-up characters, horror characters from films. I w- Personally, I wouldn't be going as any real-life characters if they were killers, I just think that's a bit insensitive, and you know, some people might be like, "Ooh, you went to that this year." But um, I'm I I would be worried as to how far this will go, because I mean, people can be influenced by regular films, let alone by a real life t- a mm. TV show based on real life events. So now I understand is it going... It's it'll be curious to see how this goes any further. Like where? Yeah, what's the TV reaction? That, to it? Yeah, like they said that they're banning. Anything for violence, but what counts as violent? Is it like Freddy Krueger's glove? Because that's a a glove with five knives on it. Like, just just curious, I have to say, I wonder what's their sticking point when they say violence, mm. like that oh, violence. Oh, any,
1: yeah. any items closely associated with a violent felon within the past 100 years seems to and be... And then
2: I get that. That is, that's obviously felons but so people who are convicted. Convicted,
1: yeah. It's entirely yeah. different to a sort of a, a fictional character.
2: Yeah, because like with saying that, I suppose back in the 70s, like you never heard of anyone dressing up as Ted Bundy for Halloween or I mean like, I never heard of it being done. Yeah. So okay. I you think it's
1: well, the one. Um, yeah, no, I was just going just w- w- when when you make that point, I am interested maybe in hearing from listeners today. What's the most offensive Halloween costume that you've ever seen? Something oh. that you just thought you were at a party and you thought, oh, that has entirely <laughs> crossed the line. Five three one zero six is the number. Let let me know, Emer, stay with us because Tara Logan Buckley, who's a clinical psychologist, is uh, is with us as well. Tara, just in the first instance, with eBay, are they right to put in this ban?
0: Um, Yeah, I personally think that they are. I think that um, Emer made some beautiful points there that it really is in the spotlight at the moment and made a lovely reference to how the family really aren't happy um, with this documentary. I was reading some articles myself last week where it's now brought up into the forefront for them, you know, and a lot of these people never got closure from such a horrific crime to happen to one of their loved ones. And I think we're falling into a line as well where, you know, are we glowing, glorifying someone that has um, committed these terrific crimes? And then what comes with that? Is it then that we're normalizing such things? And we need to think about, you know, everybody has a different stance about, you know, I suppose, um, their own anger fantasies. So we all have these fantasies in our mind psychologically, you know, that we want to... Cause hurts when we're angry, and these are very, very normal to have. And it's the reason why so many people are really interested in crime documentaries because they watch people who actually do commit these fantasies, whereas they never could. And it's kind of a fine line if we're normalizing that it's okay to act on these anger fantasies in such a horrific way what might happen might be reopening up the door to invite copycat people to come in and actually then start creating these crimes as well. So it is a very, very fine line and I think it is quite a sensitive area Mm. and I think we need to think about kind of the the wider gasp of people's kind of psychological functioning when we are thinking about this as well.
1: So dressing up as these sort of modern, I don't want to say famous, but high profile cases, high, high, high profile, you know, criminals is a little bit dangerous. A little bit risky. I,
0: I think it can be now. That's not exactly for, for everybody, you know. For not, but there are people out there where they could see this. Okay, well, this person's been glorified. I want to be glorified like that. How did this person get to that stage? Okay, they've they done these horrific crimes. Therefore, if I do that, am I going to have the same status? And that's the way we kind of need to look at this. Um, we see also as well, you know, with suicide trends, for example, in certain areas, if a young person takes their own life, other young people that are quite susceptible—they kind of see that. Okay, this person has gotten an awful lot of attention since they passed. People are really interested, and unfortunately, some suicides in younger people—that's what happens. They see the kind of aftermath, and what the people are interested. In. And I'm kind of in the sense that this also could happen in this in in extreme circumstance, but it certainly could happen.
1: Uh, Lisa is with us as well. Lisa's got in touch. Uh, stay with us, Ema and Tara. Um, What's your thoughts on this? Do you think there's a line when it comes to Halloween costumes, Lisa?
3: Yeah, not just Halloween costumes. I don't like the TV shows. I don't think that we should give fame or notoriety to mass murderers. I don't think that they should be named. I don't think that people... I mean, there's a line where, as as you grow up as an adult, you sort of develop compassion and understanding that these aren't just news events. These are things that affect other human beings. And I think it's unfortunate that we take these real events and there's a blur between the fictionalised horror movies and these genuine events being made into very high rating dramas on television that people are tuning into without actually thinking about the 30 or so people who have been killed and then all the people who knew them. And I I don't like it at all. I don't actually like that aspect. If I if it comes up in my feed on my on my Facebook, mm. I'll just scroll past or I'll close it. For me, Halloween, I really like um costumes like, like American costume parties where people make an ironic or a, a humorous choice and they dress up as a character and it's you know, it's it's a positive thing. So to me, I, I don't. I think you should, I, I really don't like seeing any kind of real horror dramatized, and I don't like it, you know, leaking over into what should be a children's holiday. Really,
1: it's um, interesting. There was a priest in in Kerry last year actually spoke about this, um, and he, he talked. I remember reading it at the time. He talked about schools, Catholic schools in particular, that they should focus on celebrating the saints instead of the demons during uh, Halloween. And talked about you know a kind of a betrayal nearly of the the Christian faith that this was where the, the focus was. But
3: it's not a Christian festival; it was hijacked by them when they came here. <laughs> They've taken a pagan festival about driving out the darkness from the you know one of the darkest nights of the year just before you go into to winter. So i you know you're not going to get me talking you know about the credibility of that. We actually love um, the Mexican traditions. Like my my son really enjoys that you know, the dear Dia de los Muertos because you're remembering people from the past and you're keeping their memory alive, but you're also um, welcoming them into your home for one night. So, I mean, you can tell I'm Australian. We didn't have Halloween growing up. Um, but, I, you know, my son has embraced it as a chance to mm. dress up. Yeah, He's autistic. And, you know, every year since he was eight, he's planned his costume. He's chosen his character and we've put it together. What I feel very strongly about with Halloween is the amount of waste. You know, the the same kids who are doing the the, uh, March on Fridays for, you know, saving the climate are dressing up in all this plastic stuff and putting plastic stuff on their houses. I mean, that's the true horror of Halloween to me. okay. I think that we should be recycling costumes. I think we should be making them homemade. And I absolutely love seeing kids dressed up as their favourite character and coming door to door. I love that aspect of it, but I just wish people would put more ag- imagination mm, into it yeah. uh, rather than looking for easy horror.
1: 1800 453 is the number if you, you want to get in, in, in touch with us today. Vincent texted in because I, I'm just asking, what's the most um, offensive Halloween costume that you've ever noticed before? Vincent says, I previously saw somebody dressed up as a suicide bomber. It was in a bar many years ago. Um, I thought it was terrible. This listener again says, I saw people one time dress up as the Twin Towers. It was dreadful. The smoke coming out of the the costume and everything. It was absolutely shocking, says this listener. Uh, There there is, terror, though, I suppose, in more recent years, people trying to be controversial.
0: Yes, no, there definitely is. Um, I think, you know, in society in general, I think we're, at a stage particularly in modern day society where there's pushbacks against everything i think people like to um not have any lines they like to push the boundaries they like to push out they like to express themselves and i'm well aware that everyone needs to express themselves and i'm all for that but i think there's more sensitive ways to be able to do that than expressing yourself for example in something like dressing up with someone that has has taken many lives Um, i really like the idea that emma talked about you know um it is it is halloween is meant to be about fantasy it's about you know the Mm. the ghouls and the goblins you know the things that we don't know are really there and that if we think about it even historically that's the way halloween always was i think it's only in recent times that it's changed that and i definitely think that a lot of it is about pushing the boundaries and you know yourself getting that reaction you know someone said there's about like you know the suicide bombers um Dressed as that, like you know, that is that is primarily that's for a reaction. You know that there is nothing else to that costume bar that because I don't yeah. understand what that wants to express about.
1: There, there's also a difference though as well with we'll say wearing something that's you know maybe a, an insulting or an offensive costume, maybe in the context of something like the the Jeffrey Dahmer conversation, versus costumes that are culturally insensitive, and they're 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 nearly two different strands.
0: Yes, 100%. I entirely agree. You are two very, very different strands, 100%. And, I you know, I think one obviously is cultural. the other one is more so about is it pushing boundaries out about what we're normalising within modern-day society? I do wonder that about, like, if we think about, like, Netflix in general, about the amount of crime documentaries that are on that now, you can probably see, like, every single week I go on, there's brand new ones that are highlighting things, and it's almost like we kind of can't get away from that. Um, As we know, within Ireland, there has been some, like, you know, really, I suppose horrific things that have happened in recent times as well so i definitely think as you said there's there's two strands to that but it's about you know where where is the line um, and are, how do we not cross that going forward
1: this listener says talking about being controversial one halloween i dressed up as the kkk going to an american halloween party they took it in good in good spirits and as a great joke wouldn't fly nowadays though as so a listener who wants to remain anonymous in uh, in Carlo as well. Um is there is there that sort of a d- divide do you think between cultural sensitivities and being offensive in your opinion Emer?
2: I think that was in any day and age even if it's in especially in America going dressed as someone from the KKK is abominable. That's obviously possibly I'm going out on a limb saying that could have been a white person going to an all white party and everyone thought it was a joke. And I just feel like as if, now again, that's just me surmising, but I just feel like as if however dressed up as that, um, it's just, it's to me, I just think there's a lot of people out there who just want to, you know, be the most controversial person, be the most edgy person that they can be. And we are seeing that a lot more, I think, in this modern age. People are feeling like as if they can, as you say, push back on the boundaries a bit more. One of the most controversial uh, outfits I think I ever saw someone dress up as for Halloween. It was a good few years ago, but someone came dressed out uh, into a nightclub as Hitler. And I couldn't believe that they had no problem with how they were dressed and they didn't say anything wrong with it. I know we're in Ireland, but I just feel like as if there's just some things you should never do.
1: Yeah, I remember seeing one somebody as Madeleine McCann a while back as well actually just when i think about it there today there's more messages coming in from people look keep them coming into us what's the most well what was the costume that you saw that you just went, oh, wow, that's, that's just absolutely not appropriate? Or, or, or are we being utterly over the top? Because this Maria says, for instance, she's got in touch, she says, for heaven's sakes, like, this is an absolute joke. How are we even having this conversation? Halloween is a time for good fun and good spirits. And yet the PC Brigade are still now trying to take that away from us. 53106, that's the number, if you want to get in touch with us. Uh, Emer Lisa, and um, also as well to Tara, thanks a million for joining us here on the programme. We will come back to this a little bit later in the show. We're also going to be talking, though, about whether or not we should ban smoking in parks and beaches. Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk. We're talking about whether Halloween costumes can go too far. It's after eBay removed Jeffrey Dahmer Halloween costumes from their online site auction, and I've been asking you what's the most offensive costume um, that you've ever you've ever seen down through the years. This listener says I dressed up as Donald Trump for Halloween a few years back. Got a great laugh out of it. Another texter: Good fun, my backside. There's nothing fun about glamorizing uh, in any way or celebrating convicted killers on a children's holiday. What's wrong with people? Have they no care. For For fellow human beings who are less fortunate than them, and then there's messages. PC Snowflake Brigade out again today. Halloween costumes—it's only a bit of fun—says this listener on Twitter. Another at lunchtime live NT. How can people even consider that Halloween costumes are offensive? People's rush to be being offended is offensive. I think it's absolutely ridiculous. Um, Adrian is with us on the line today. Adrian Kennedy Campion, who's from the the makeup department. Adrian, I know you've created a lot of pretty incredible looks, makeup looks down through the years, but are there ever things, bizarre things that people ask for?
4: Um, I can't understand why eBay are going crazy in relation to this because anybody with half a brain can just look like Jeffrey Dahmer by opening their wardrobe and putting on a pair of glasses. And um, particularly when at the moment they are still selling Pennywise from the movie It, which is based on a serial killer who, uh, within the last hundred years. I think it was in the 70s. He murdered 33 people. But if you know the character in that movie, it's one of the most requested makeup for a makeup artist. OK. Now, I've been a makeup artist for over 30 years. And I think, you know, one of the best looks that I was ever, ever asked for came from my daughter. She was 10 at the time. Her brothers were giggling and laughing. Yet again, they wanted to be a zombie. And she came, she was busy making something in her room. And she came down and she hung a sign around her neck. And she said to me, Mom, can you make me as gory as possible? And I read the sign and it said, I should have worn my seatbelt. I thought that was, I thought that was brilliant. It was controversial, but it was a lesson. She was going to school. It was costume dress up day. And she wanted the fright factor. Halloween is about the fright factor. Um, in relation to the work that I do, I do mostly fantasy. Um, nowadays, the way the world has gone, you have to be so careful because you'll be cancelled. And there is, particularly on TikTok, I've been banned from TikTok. You my, have? I have. I have. My kids found it hilarious. Um, their mother was banned from TikTok. Why, because I had Well, because I had put up Halloween looks that contained, uh, I guess, gore. Um, and even though I had warnings and it's a makeup artist page, I had even posted these particular videos privately. TikTok have a scanner and they scan any sort of. So, I mean, I guess it's, it's great in one sense that kids are protected. But um, so they, I appealed it and said, look, I'm a makeup artist, mm. blah, blah, blah. And they reissued the photographs with one of those safety screens in, in front so of it was the photographs.
1: So ju- it was just that the images or the videos that you'd posted were too gory <laughs> rather than being cancelled for replicating somebody?
4: Yes, they were too gory. Okay. Even even in the fantasy looks that I do, I would show the kids first now because I'm so nervous about uh, culture and it's, it's so sensitive. And my daughter said, oh, mom, you can't post that. You've used feathers. And I said, hang on a minute. I did, they are ethically sourced. So it, it, it's gone beyond the beyond now. Everything, like I'm nervous posting anything. I have had to re-educate myself, look into everything and make sure that what I am posting is okay. Yeah.
1: Just go because back, the- go back, re- rewind there for a moment, Adrian. Um, and I, I'm just interested and I know maybe that was a number of years ago. I'm not sure of the timeline, but when your daughter went into school dressed as, I suppose, effectively... um. A road traffic accident victim.
4: Yeah. What What was yes. the
1: reaction she got?
4: She actually won first prize. There was a competition, and the teachers thought it was just brilliant at what she had come up with.
1: But it was it, it I was mean, done as a message.
4: It was done as a message. Yes, yes. It was done as a message, and um, it was it was taken up in the way she like. I didn't I didn't encourage it in any way. This is what. She, obviously it had been, uh, road safety was a big thing at the time. She's 19 now, so you can work it out okay, about so nine yes, years ago. Yeah. Um, but she actually won first prize in the in fancy Dress Competition. Um, And every year, like the most common thing a boy wants to be in primary school is a zombie, is a zombie, is a zombie, is a zombie. And I would send my kids off on, on dress up day, you know, in school. And I would sit at home terrified, waiting for the phone to ring. Waiting for the school to ring me and say, you know, Adrian, pull it back a bit. But that phone call never came. Yeah. And uh, the kids, they kids loved it okay. and they laughed. So there's a
1: bit of a scare yeah. factor with it as well. Uh, Doctor Sarah, we? yeah, Doctor Sarah Cleary is with us too. Uh, Sarah has a, has actually completed a PhD on controversial horror and is with us on the line today. Sarah, do you think that there's a line when it comes to Halloween costumes?
5: No, not at all. Um, When it comes to Halloween costumes, what really we're doing is we're celebrating the um, the fact that we're breaking boundaries. We all wear a mask for 24 hours and really this stems back to a really, really kind of carnival pagan attitude that a lot of people would have in which for 24 hours we could become something different. Now, the Halloween that we celebrate nowadays really is a hybrid. Now, so in our, our um, ancient pagan tradition that Ireland very much um, um, stems from, um a lot of that is in our contemporary Halloween but Halloween is actually a hybrid of a lot of different cultures and a lot of it is actually a hybrid of Christianity and what Christianity in the uh, middle ages around the 15th century there was a tradition known as dance macabre and this dance macabre would be this kind of almost like a vulgar celebration of life and death and you would have a juxtaposition between the between the cradle And the coffin. And what it went really was it kind of instilled in this idea, the memento mori remember you will die, so live today. And this is where we get a lot of the more ghoulish, skeletons, corpse, zombie type of um, efforts really around Halloween, because it's stemming from this idea of celebrating life in defiance of death. And that's really what a lot of horror is about. Horror is about shining the light on the dark side of life so we confront it. And that's what a lot of people do when they dress
1: up. But when people dress up, we'll say, for instance, to use the the Jeffrey Dahmer example, like, is it appropriate that somebody dresses up as a convicted serial killer?
5: So I think the thing about it is is that there's nothing meant to be appropriate about Halloween. Halloween is a 24-hour reprieve and this goes all the way back to pagan days. It's a time of celebration and festivities where we can literally be anything we want to be. So you'll often hear people talking about being the sexy nurse or I remember a couple of years ago, the best costume I saw was there was a, 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 a rat made famous eating cheese on the subway and that became a sexy rat eating cheese costume. I thought it was brilliant. And basically what it allows is is that, you know, women are so nervous to wear sexy costumes for being, even now in the 21st century, for being called this and called that. For 24 hours, they can actually indulge that side. Similarly, with the Jeffrey Dahmer type costume, people are pushing boundaries to the extreme in defiance of actually how, how horrific that case was.
1: And even for the obsess that it can potentially cause to families, this was given the the, the the timeline, the proximity. Like this, yeah. I mean, this only happened up to what the late seventies, nineteen ninety one. Like it's it, it's still quite recent.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's still quite recent. And I think your last caller there was talking about um, the Pennywise character. And the Pennywise character is certainly stemmed from the John Wayne Gacy uh, serial killer. And he would dress up as a clown as well. And this is where a lot of kind of our fears are around clowns. And a lot of people dress up as killer clowns when actually they are kind of emulating, I suppose, the John Wayne Gacy uh, serial um, murderer as well. Um I think that, of course, people are going to be upset, but I think people are going to also be upset by Netflix putting a TV show out about this. Um, okay. People are always going to be upset by representations of things that trigger them and hurt them. Um, I think the Netflix TV show, which a lot of people watch, and yeah, a lot of sure people Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's a lot more triggering for a lot of people um, than somebody acting out and defying. Okay. The, co- in the in in
1: a costume C- keep your messages coming into us today do you think halloween costumes can they become too offensive or what's the most offensive halloween costume that you've ever seen this listener says i complained to Woody's because they were selling witches to put in the garden to frighten kids the so-called witch was an old lady with a Zimmer frame it looked like my mother i was furious when is it okay to teach kids to be afraid of the elderly